This presentation is from Succeeding in Design 2022, Melbourne. Okay, so this slide has a mistake in it because the topic should have actually been innovative storytelling better than TikTok with a question mark. <laughs> but this slide was actually designed by my friend uh, Tash, Natasha Miles, who I met while I was um, studying at Swinburne during my master's because I actually pivoted from financial services. And one of the projects I did was around narcolepsy. And this is Jane, um, not her real name, who uh, I met during the project and interviewed. Um, and she has um, narcolepsy. And narcolepsy is a chronic illness for which there is no cure. Um, um, and so before I talk about Jane, I'm going to talk about my other favorite Jane, which is Jane Austen. And if we're going to talk about storytelling, there's no better storyteller, in my opinion, than Jane Austen. Her starting line is, it's a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife. Um, so this is where I came from, and this is where I've come to in lockdown, where my son and I watched every single Harry Potter movie there was. Um, and I've just kept that picture up because honestly, you must have been living in a cave if you do not recognize um, the stories, um, Harry Potter, even if you've never read the books, you can't miss it. And going from storytelling to binge watching, well, these were the top three most watched shows on Netflix in 2020, uh, 2021. And really do you need words surely everyone's watched one of them and the thing that is amazing about them is the range of stories that it tells similar to case file which was one of the most listened to true crime podcasts um, and podcasts is another great way of um, storytelling whether it's um, information whether it's listening to people's stories um, and it's all done via audio but let's talk about what's currently really, really happening. So there's huge competition with all the social media apps, Instagram reels, um, tell, people telling stories through pictures and their lives, and also now um, curating products. Um, uh, it's, it's a big, big feature that Instagram's now promoting. And similar to Facebook um, stories, some of us in that generation will have known Facebook when it started. Some of us may not recognize Snapchat, which is also uh, very popular um, in terms of, I know my, my kids use it, I don't use it, in terms of sharing your life stories and personal stories. So I did a little bit of a data check and this is for Android users. So um, if you have all of these apps, this is how much time you've spent on all of them in the last month in February, if you're a normal user. So coming up top is TikTok, which I actually personally love. And this was the most watched TikTok, 2.2 billion views, which was Zach King doing an illusion of being Harry Potter playing Kidditch, if I'm saying it correctly. Um, so another great platform for storytelling in really short form. So you really have to um, succinctly get across your message. But let's go back, let's go way back to when we could do this, you know, um, and TED Talks. And this is Ken Robinson and his amazing talk on creativity in schools. If you haven't seen it, it's a must watch. So it's all about presenting um, a story or a theme or a topic in really quick format. Um, and another one is The Moth. So The Moth presents every month in Melbourne on a topic where people get up 
on a microphone and they present a story on a theme that they've been given. Um, it's um, it ranges from really experienced storytellers to first time beginners, you know, putting yourself out there, telling your story. And this is a Pachakacha, which is um, uh, a storytelling form that started off um, in person where you have 20 seconds and 20 slides, uh, so 20 seconds per 20 slides to tell your story or share that information. Obviously in lockdown, it went online. And on this slide, you can see one of the founders of Pachakacha, which is Mark Datham, and he's an architect. And I'll be talking more about this form of storytelling um, shortly. So this is where my love from storytelling sort of um, comes from and all these platforms that people are telling stories, creatively curating their stories. So let's come to Jane. So Jane um, was my one of the people I interviewed for my project on narcolepsy. And um, while interviewing her and people like her, what um, we realized in terms of the project team is how difficult their journey was. And what a difficult concept when you're talking about medical terms and medical conditions. And our stakeholders on this nine-month project was a global pharmaceutical company. Um, and there was head of neuroscience and um, head of, um, you know, their, their global um, research, etc. So they were all called, um, you know, patients. Um, so what we designed... Um, to tell their story in a really powerful way was instead of doing the service blueprint and all of that, we took them through the day in the life of a person with narcolepsy, someone like Jane, the struggles they faced every day from getting a coffee to getting into work. And this photo, I have a love and hate relationship with it because this was me with my uh, partner in crime, Victoria, presenting at Karlsruhe Institute in Germany in front of 200 people where we told the story of Jane. And that was a complete, the magic happens here was just a complete Mel who took the photo. It just happened to uh, be there. So for me, um, I love storytelling. I love hearing people's story. I come from um, financial services where I was a financial advisor and I love listening to people's stories. And I think it translates really well into design and strategic design and UX design. So listening to people's stories and listening to what they have to say is really important for me. So that was actually my pachakacha. So it's 20 slides, 20 seconds. You've got to go with the floor. Um, I love it. We um, learned it uh, to use it at university when I was doing my degree, and I use it ever since. Um, and one of the reasons that um, I love using it is because how compact it is. But before I go there, let me tell you, and before I tell you the history of Pachakacha, et cetera, um, I want to talk to you about my inspiration for this talk. So I uh, don't know if you know about a, a band called Bangtan Sonyandan or BTS. But any armies out here? I didn't wear my army t-shirt today, but I am a great fan. I'm a new army and um, I love them. And they have been my inspiration the last couple of years in terms of um, storytelling. They were actually, if you've never heard of them, they were nominated as Time Magazine's um, 100 Most Influential People in 2019. Indulge me here. I'm actually going to read something because I don't want to paraphrase it. This was um, RM, who's a leader of BTS's speech at the launch of Generation Unlimited at the UN General Assembly on the 24th of September, 2018. This is how he starts off. My name is Kim Namjoon, also known as RM, the leader of the group BTS. 
It is an incredible honor to be invited to an occasion with such significance for today's young generation. Last November, BTS launched Love Myself campaign with the UNICEF, um, building on a belief that true love first begins with loving myself. We have been partnering with UNICEF's um, End Violence Program to protect children and young people all over the world from violence. Our fans have become a major part of this campaign with their action and enthusiasm. We truly have the best fans in the world, of course. And he goes on to talk about his journey with BTS and his personal journey about coming to terms with loving himself. And he ends it, and this is the most beautiful part of it that I've, I've really touched my heart. I would like to say one last thing. After releasing the Love Yourself um, albums and launching the Love Myself campaign, we started to hear remarkable stories from our fans all over the world, how our message helped them overcome their hardships in life and start loving themselves. These stories constantly remind us of our responsibility. So let's all take one more step. We have learned to love ourselves, and now I urge you to speak yourself. I would like to ask all of you, what is your name? What excites you? And what makes your heart beat? Tell me your story. I want to hear your voice. And I want to hear your conviction. No matter who you are, where you're from, your skin color, gender identity, speak yourself. Find your name, find your voice by speaking yourself. So, I came across that during lockdown and it really, really um, touched me in terms of um, seven uh, boys from South Korea, most of them don't speak English, and that huge army base, um, a huge uh, following of women actually, mostly, <coughs> excuse me, women and also some men, and how they're inspiring people and the next generation across all genders, all ages to be proud of who they are and to raise their voices. And this was really important to me because um, coming from um, a background where um, it was, uh, you spoke very formally and coming from financial services, um, finding your voice was um, very challenging for me personally. So it really spoke to me to do something and share my story. Um, and so here is where I found um, the art of Pachakacha really interesting. So if you've never heard of Pachakacha, it was actually created by uh, two architects. Um, in Tokyo in 2003. So they, um, their whole point was people talk too much and death, avoid death by PowerPoint, okay? So um, it just goes on and on and I am guilty of it. Coming from financial services, we had no creativity. I was talking to someone going, creativity in financial services will land you in jail. So it was very boring slides um, and, and there was no storytelling at all. Um, so I, I love this whole concept of um, Pachakacha in terms of that format of storytelling and how um, innovative and you can you can be as innovative as you want. You're forced to use images. Um, you're forced to speak, um, you know, 20 seconds per slide. It forces you to really rethink your message and what's really key. And it helped me in terms of the project on narcolepsy when we're talking with important stakeholders, they don't have a lot of time. They don't want to know every single research paper you've read and every single thing you've designed and all the wireframes and things, they're like, what does it mean? 
um, tell us the story. And that's what we did. We told the story of Jane and it really made a huge impact on um, one of the key insights we found is um, people with chronic illnesses don't like to be called patients because you're a patient your whole life then. So we actually changed the how might we project, uh, the statement for the whole project and said, instead of going, how might we help patients, like how might we help people with narcolepsy live better lives? Um, so this is the power of use, listening to people's stories and using them, um, especially in a design context. Um, so in terms of um, the other reason that I love um, Pachakcha is, or anything similar to this is, um, if you've heard of learning styles, there's the uh, VAC model of learning styles, which talks about auditory, visual, and kinesthetic. Um, and I feel that this is a great way because if you, uh, you can listen to something, you can see something. And of course, when we did that project, we actually had prototypes set up. So we did a role play and people could actually touch and feel and, and see stuff. And it really made the impact of whatever we designed powerful because you were going through someone's journey um, in, in terms of what they were going through. Um, it forces you to stick to the most important points. Okay, so no waffling, no fluffing, you, you have to do, it's 20 slides, you have to stick to that. And I think um, it really makes you think about what is a key message you want to um, uh, share, whether it's with your product team, whether it's with your stakeholders, internal team, um, whether it's your own personal branding, whether you're sharing your story to with an interviewer for a potential role, um, anything like that, it forces you to go, what are my key points and my key messages? You need to practice. Um, we, Mags and I talked about this, and one of the things is, you know, influencing stakeholders, which I know she's going to cover off on, is um, using data for storytelling. And um, the importance of storytelling comes through because um, from a, this is from a Harvard um, Business Review article, is that um, the brain's preference for stories um, stems from the fact that it takes information um, and remembers it because we are overloaded at the moment with information coming from all angles. So turning it into a story makes us remember it much better. So it actually goes, um, there's, there's three parts of our brain. There's the brain that controls language comprehension. Um, there's amygdala, which processes emotional responses. Um, and then there's a the mirror neurons, which play a role in um, empathizing with others. And that's where storytelling really comes in. Um, when all the multiple areas of our brain are engaged, um, you're more likely to turn those short-term memories. So whatever I've told you in the last 10 minutes, remember the 20 slides before, you'll remember the story. You'll remember that's what you're going to remember. And that's what uh, is really important when you are talking and communicating your ideas, yourself, whatever it is to anyone else. So, is it better than TikTok? Well, only time will tell. Um, but for me, um, storytelling will always be the new black. Um, and it's a key aspect, I believe, is in succeeding in design and in life. It's one of the key criti critical skills that employers look for. So um, I love it. And I hope you've enjoyed my pachakacha. Thank you so much. <laughs>